We interrupt this transmission to bring you the following live broadcast. It's Wednesday. It's 6 p.m. It's the Big Sojo Show! And Brian. Just got here. Just got here. Literally just got here. I gotta figure out what the fuck's going on with this gain knob, because it's... Oh, oh. Yeah. You gotta take the pot out and clean it. I'm trying. Like, these ones don't want to come out. That's what I'm trying to do. But it's, it's like, not coming out. The other ones all come off. The gain ones don't want to come off. Uh, yeah, you're gonna have to take the entire board apart. Yeah. Or, or just get some, uh, contact cleaner. Sometimes that works, too. Yeah, just maybe. spray it down in there. Okay. I don't know. What's up, man? How you been? Oh, um, it's been a, it's, it's, it's been, <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's just been, uh, I've been crazy busy and I booked another show for my band. So, um, I finally got the yes last night at, uh, three o'clock in the morning, or I guess this morning at three o'clock in the morning. So I was, uh, I was like, okay. and then he's like, okay, I need all this information. I was like, ah, okay, well, I don't have all this information <laughs> because, I keep telling my singer to get me all the info and all like um what is it like the the digital stuff like the the not just the pictures but you know all the all the graphics every graphic that is currently used for the band. Right. And he's just like, "Yeah, I'll get that to you." And he does something else instead, which is just as important. I'm like, "But it takes you like 15 minutes if you're doing if you're taking a shit in the middle and eating dinner to just <laughs> send me all this stuff." So I now have this rule that I have to send, um, that, uh, I'm sending him a list. Yeah. And I'll keep adding to the list of shit I need. And then when, and I'm going to send it to him every day, even if he doesn't do anything. And then every time he finally does something, I'm going to leave that on the list, but put like a cross through it, like change the font. So there's a, a cross all the way through it. Right. Right. So he, uh, so he knows that he's doing a good job. So <laughs> it's not, uh, it, you know, it's, it's not terrible at all to do it like that. No, it doesn't sound terrible. I see you're representing my boys. You got the you got the rats on your shirt. I got the rat. I put it on wrong because I thought X and Prior would be on the front of a shirt. <laughs> I was wrong there. And then where the hell's Dan? This is the second week in a row. Yeah, Dan uh, did text me today. He's uh, unavailable this afternoon. Ah, uh, anal. <laughs> um, no, that's uh, that's somebody else. <laughs> yeah. I, I... Uh, Mark. Hi, Mark. <laughs> Mark, it is okay to have sex with the it with the Think So Joe show, and to have it on in the background while you're having sex. And uh, I told him we don't judge. We'll be sending our vegan thoughts and prayers, though. Hugs. I did that to uh, Karina yesterday. Did you? She, yeah, I hope she feels better. She's sick, and yeah, and I'm just like, oh, well, I'll be praying for you. Hugs. Yeah, I was talking to her all morning. How's she doing? She's doing better. Okay. Yeah. I got a little surprise for her when I see her uh, Sunday at the Dirty Heads concert. So. Uh, um, it has nothing to do with my penis. <laughs> I, I feel like I have to say that. Now. We're talking about sex, and then I brought up Karina. So I yeah, yeah, right. Um, uh, yeah, so... Hey, I'm not in that band, but my picture's still in there. <laughs> a couple of my pictures are still in there. On the Reverb Nation page, how about that? Are they one, are they one of the first bands we're playing? Uh, yes. Oh, okay. Cool. Matter of fact. <laughs> I didn't get a list of who was uh, being played. So. Uh, did the did the stuff come out? Because I, I didn't yeah, get tagged. Yeah, stuff came out. I didn't get tagged in anything. I didn't tag you. Oh, there we go. Yeah. 
he's given up on tagging me because I, 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 I no longer share stuff, so. <laughs> so who cares? I got to hang out with uh, XM Priory last night. I, the, uh... I saw that. I heard Stairway to Heaven for like five <laughs> seconds. And then the best is Nick's face right when we started going for the solo. I was like, eh. <laughs> I, uh, I took my phone and I got this like note app where you can like write. So I wrote, no Stairway to Heaven. Yeah. <laughs> and I held it up and I showed it to him. He's like, nah, he kept playing. Nice. <laughs> like, you fucker, you're supposed to make a Wayne's World reference. <laughs> Denied. It was at their uh, practice space, right? Yeah. Okay. That's yeah, a yeah. nice practice space. Yeah, the Barrow Downs. I was, uh, I was stuck in Niagara Falls. I was already planning on going there, so it's like, well, fuck. Why am I gonna go home? Yeah. I work at a hotel, so I can just sleep here. You know, <laughs> if you know there, there's rooms available. Which it's fucking November, so yeah, there's rooms available. What about the huge holiday November uh, Thanksgiving rush? Is there one? No. Oh, okay. We used to sell out on Thanksgiving for people who were going to go to the mall and go to fucking Walmart for Black Friday. And the best part about working Thanksgiving is you don't see anybody. The place is sold out. You don't see anybody because nobody's in the fucking building. <sighs> nice. Yeah, that's that's the best part about working Thanksgiving, but... We haven't sold out in the last few years because one, the Canadian dollars totally sucked, and two, there's eight billion hotels in Niagara Falls now. Yeah, there's a lot of hotels. Yeah, they keep building more, man. We don't need more. There's more hotels than ways to get to the falls. <laughs> the actual falls. Yes, you're correct. That's fucked up. Yeah. And most of the hotels suck. Most of them are like flea bag motels, like the one you work at. <laughs> no, not the one I work at. We're the one that people go to after they realize that uh you know paying 20 bucks for a hotel room is a bad idea <laughs> how much are yours like normally like 60 yeah like 60 bucks can i just show up and go jump in your pool uh not november i would say there's a tarp over it so no but i mean like in the summer <laughs> if, yeah during pool hours i suppose i don't think they would are even you, notice are you gonna come with me Maybe. We can have a pool party. We can have an all-Western New York radio pool party. You're, you're, pool. you're just booking everything for, for all-Western New York radio now. You're just like, we're going to have a basketball tournament, and we're going to have a pool party, yeah. and we're going to do this, we're going to do that. <laughs> I already laid out... Um... Karina issued the challenge uh, to uh, Janie Crash and the Tall Men. Already? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. She said, she said she's going to like take the ball and run with it. Get it? Because it's basketball. Yeah. She said, but yeah, I was, I was telling her, I asked her if she listened to the show and she said, no, I haven't gotten around to listen to it yet. I says, well, you know, Brian had this cool idea of, uh, of all West New York radio versus local bands doing a basketball tournament. And she says, yeah, you and I against Janie Crash of the Tall Man. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I put it out there to Janie Crash of the Tall Man and, uh, Eric's like, well, Danielle's all a five foot two. I'm like, yeah, but Muggsy Bogues was five foot three and he played in the NBA for like 20 years and was in Space Jam. <laughs> So you could just end it with he was. In, you could have started and ended with he was in Space Jam. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> Dennis Rodman wasn't in Space Jam. Yeah, but you know me. I can't make the movie reference first. I have to make the movie reference later. I have uh, to like acknowledge that I actually knew something about a five foot three basketball player. <laughs> Touche there. Because he doesn't really watch basketball. I do not watch basketball, nor do I watch movies. So the fact that I know anything about Muggsy Bogues is <laughs> incredible. But I know you've watched Space Jam because you have a daughter. And I own it on DVD. I don't think she's ever seen Space Jam. Then she's not really your daughter. <laughs> Dude, I love uh, I love Space Jam. 
I really want Space Jam too. And it's Michael Jordan just in a wheelchair. <laughs> it's Space Jam too, but it's just uh, it's now basketball. It's now like handicap basketball in wheelchairs. <laughs> Since everybody's so old now. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I already told Karina too. Like, I, I think it was like later that night. It was like two o'clock in the morning. I'm like, I got this great idea, Karina. Do it. Because <laughs> I'm an idea man, guys. I don't, I don't, I don't do finishing I, products. I probably talked to her just before you did, because yeah. so, I talk to her like literally every day. So, her and her sister and a bunch of other people, man. I talk to a lot I've of people every day. Like, I've seen porn like that. <laughs> uh i i plead the fifth <laughs> hey i've seen it with donkeys i've seen two sisters a mom and a donkey that i haven't seen so uh you'll you you live a sheltered life i i guess i do but uh i i had to talk to my band uh monday and uh give them the heads up on stamps and the sound and everything yeah but hey we're going early so maybe uh everybody <laughs> nobody will be in, too inebriated for that show <laughs> Well, hopefully the fucker will stay. Never mind. Let's talk about this off to you. I, I, I don't want. I, I, I love it because I don't care. Because no, I know you don't. But because he, act- I've got I've got two more shows there, so I do. And nobody there <laughs> listens. You think stamps? Anybody in stamps listens? Good point. <laughs> I don't even think. I don't even think our guy. Uh, I don't even think our the owner of OS New York Radio is listening right now. <laughs> um. Well, Scott is probably asleep because Scott also did a twelve-hour shift yesterday. Yeah, what happened? You had to stay for something because of somebody? Oh, this... Okay, so this fucking kid... <laughs> I love when the story starts like that. Oh, you know it's going to be a good story. Yeah. This fucking kid calls me at 1230 at night. Says, hey, uh, I don't think I'm going to be in in the morning. I, I had an allergic reaction. To work? Apparently so. I don't know. I like... I like... Okay? Like, it's 1230. Are you sure you don't want to go to sleep and see if you feel better in the morning? He's like, I'll, I'll, if I feel better, I'll let you know. So I text my manager. My manager does not respond. I'm like, you know, fuck it. I'll just call the owner at six in the morning if I don't hear from anybody. Yeah. And he'll come in. So I call the owner and I'm telling him what happened. Um, actually, I had talked to uh, Scott, I think, just before I called the owner. And... Oh, no, no. I talked to Scott after I talked to the owner for the first time. So talk to the owner. The owner's like, dude, I'm in Virginia. Like, well, that fucking sucks. The fuck am I supposed to do? Call Bob. Bob's the manager. Like, I already texted Bob. I haven't heard back from him. So I call him. I leave him a voicemail. Um, he hadn't, if Bob had an allergic reaction to I call, yeah, I call, call the owner back. He's, uh, I, I don't know. So I happened to, um, just shoot Scott uh, Scott a message. Says, Scott, you up? He says, what do you want? Like, well? <laughs> well, Ron called in. That motherfucker seriously called in? Ron, that motherfucker. And I'm like, yeah. He goes, dude, he texted me at like 1230 asking if I'd switch shifts with him because he had a six hour drive ahead of him and didn't think he was going to get back in time. And I told him no. There you go. So now it's like this motherfucker told us both two different things. Yeah. And uh, so Scott, uh, Scott's like, well, dude, can you work till 11? Like, yeah, I could. I suppose I could work till 11. Make a couple more hours. Yeah. Uh, you know, let me just clear it with the owner first because it's his money, you know. 
So yeah, I can work. Yeah, I can work till eleven. He's like, dude, I'll come in. I'll work eleven to eleven. Like, okay, cool. That's a good buddy right there. Yeah. So so I worked eleven to eleven. Then Scott worked eleven to eleven. Scott, I relieved at eleven the previous night. So <laughs> so between the between the two of us, you know, we were we worked you know two full days. Nice, <laughs> nice. Or almost two full days. Yeah. It was one day, it, a a day in sixteen hours uh, between the two of us, and um, the kid's mom works with us too. She's one of the housekeepers. Ron's mom. Yeah, so she calls and she says oh bob's not there bob's the manager yeah. i said i said no your boy's supposed to be here she said, oh no he's supposed to be on at three like no he was supposed to be on at seven <laughs> she says oh well you know i i i know he was in the er last night he had a, an asthma attack <laughs> because he got around a cat like, uh, yeah, he told me he had an allergic reaction. No, he had an asthma attack. So that's three different stories. So man. three different stories to three different people. And I'm just sitting here like... You're not fired yet? Like, Jesus Christ. Like, how the fuck? I, I, I texted Karina. I was like, hey, are you still interested in working here? Because mm. I, I might try and get this motherfucker fired. You should try to get this motherfucker fired. And, and uh, you know, I, I would like to have you here because then it's literally me and my friends and the manager working the front desk. <laughs> nice. So then I know I can rely on everybody. You know, even with Karina's health problems, I, I trust her over this kid at this point. I'd do it, but I'm not doing it. Yeah, right. I don't blame you. Yeah, I don't want to work nights. <laughs> Four days. Yeah, I don't want to work. Yeah, I don't want to work. I got a, money. I got a wedding. I'm doing Saturday, and then Sunday I got a show. So the wedding's gonna be done at like one in the morning. So I'm not gonna get home till two in the morning, and then sure. I, and then the next day I gotta be there at nine thirty in the morning. Fun. Yeah, which means I have to be up by around eight. <laughs> but then the bright side of it all is, uh, that's that's probably like two. 250 in my pocket so they, so they they paid my fucking child support and i'm like stop it i told you not to pay my child support and they go we have to pay your child support. i'm like no new york state law and federal law you do not have to pay either my child support nor my taxes and they go what i'm like you don't have to pay taxes for us it is what what you are you're becoming this middleman so for for the government so the government doesn't have to go after us because we have to pay the taxes. So what happens is if someone fucks up, if your employer fucks up your taxes, mm -hmm. fucks up sending your taxes, even if it's like by a dollar, your employer's not in trouble. Only you are. Right. So your employer's just becoming this middleman. So right. I'm trying to explain to them, like, don't take, because they ended up taking $77 on my bank account. Now the problem is, is that's not even half of what my child support is. So I'm like, great. Now I have to do freaking math and I have to send them a check for yeah. for like 60% or something like that. Right. And then they have the other and all that does is confuse everybody else everybody else in Albany because I got a phone call the other day going, "Uh, why did you send us this check when we got your child support directly?" I'm like, "Because I don't work this job on a weekly basis." Mhm. Mm this job is it's just for when there's concerts being played and there isn't a concert every day. So, um you them taking this out 
is just going to screw you up, screw themselves up, and then screw me up. And they're like, so what do we do with this check? I'm like, cash it. Because that is the full amount with the $77 taken out. And they go, yeah. And I'm like, yes. So like, <laughs> I'm like, this is, this is insane. New York State does not make it easy to pay them money. It is the weirdest goddamn thing. Well, the first year and a half I did child support, I was trying to pay two months at a time. Yeah. So it was pretty much like I paid January 1st, and then I paid March 1st, and stuff like that. Sure. And, like, I'd pay double, and then, like, two weeks later, I'd get a check back for another month. They wouldn't let me double pay. And then I had to call them up and say, you're going to let me double pay. You're going to let me go ahead. Because I'm a musician, and I never know when money's coming in. So whenever I get money, the first thing I do is I set money aside, and I send it to child support. Right. So I'm guaranteed. And and here's the other thing that people sort of forget in New York State. I don't know if it's... I can't... I cannot claim for any other state. But New York State, whether whether the non-custodial parent pays child support or not, the family, the kids, the custodial parent still gets the money. What you're doing then is paying back what New York State has paid for that child support. Right. That's why they send you to jail. That's the actual reason. They send you to jail because you're because you're actually stealing in the, from the state level, not from a personal level. Because me not paying someone $150, they can't throw you in jail. Me not paying the state of New York $150, right. they can throw me in jail. $200, $300. Like, it, it just keeps fucking adding up and shit. Yeah. And it's just, it's hilarious that they... Um, that people sort of don't know that. And my kids don't know that because they have like their mother doesn't tell them anything. Mm-hmm. So my 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 ex just contacted me the other day while I was heading to band practice. And she goes, So um uh your middle child she said his name and stuff, I'm not gonna say his name, but your middle sure. child, uh he wants to sleep over your house for a weekend or for um for um school break and stuff like that. And I think it'd be really good for him. And I go, and I'm just like what? Mm-hmm. And then she just resends the exact same text. And I'm like, weren't you the one who five years ago said you don't think my household is a safe household for my child? And then she replied with things change. And all I can think in my head, and I didn't say this to her, was, yes, you had two more children, and now you just need a fucking break. <laughs> like, that's that's what's changed. I could not. I was just like, what the hell? Jeez. So I already talked to my band. I'm like, hey, guys, so can I... um. Can I bring my middle child to band practice? Because these things are pretty good noise canceling. And right. then and then he's got a, an iPad and he's he plays drums, he plays a little bit of guitar, and and he wa- and he wants to be a musician. So if he spends a weekend at my house, he's able to hang out in my recording studio and we can record stuff on my drums and stuff. But then at the same time, um I'll have a band practice. So I'm like, can can you come to a band practice? And the band's like, Yeah, sure, have them. As long as we can still keep practicing. And you don't right. think it's going to be a hindrance? I'm like, no, because he'll have his tablet with him, so he can still play games and stuff like that. And and uh, I'll even bring a laptop, so if he wants to watch a movie or something, I don't know, watch, sure. you know, watch uh, Sisters and a Mom and a Donkey. Cuckoff, cuckoff. See, I turned my microphone off to cough, and then you acknowledged that I coughed. Well, it my... probably picked up in yours. Yeah, it picked up in mine. I don't, so... know. <laughs> I don't know what these things pick up anymore. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, you, you know, it's things. Yeah. Things are things. I mean, you've never brought your kid to an all West New York radio show, but I think most, mostly it's because they're all at bars. 
Yeah, well, I almost had to bring her to the last one. Yeah. That would have been great, because I could just see your, your daughter just in the corner, just drinking a Pepsi and playing on her phone. Just looking so just angry that she's there. Like, uh -huh. these shitty bands and this drunk sound guy. And, <laughs> and my dad's dressed up like a stupid wrestler. Oh, it's so embarrassing. Yeah. Oh, you know what? To get back at him, I'm not going to do my homework at all. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to start smoking like my cigarettes. That doesn't sound like my I'm kid. I'm going to start smoking week. marijuana cigarettes. Yeah. No, that that that's not my kid at all. The homework thing, maybe. No, not the smoking thing. So you don't think your kid's ever going to smoke weed? I don't think so. I don't know. Maybe. Really? Maybe. Uh... Have you ever smoked weed, Joe? Yes. <laughs> yes, I have. <laughs> it's like 20 minutes ago, Brian. You were here. No, it, it wasn't 20 minutes. I, That's I, why I haven't I coughed. smoked in a while. <laughs> That's why I coughed. So would you have to have, would you have a conversation with your uh, daughter if she, if she got caught smoking weed or something like that? Sure. What would the conversation be like? First, uh, first, you would most likely talk to your, to your your ex at the same time and go, "How are we going to handle this?" Probably, pretty much, yeah. Okay, now, now, what? How how would you handle it if you didn't have to worry about that she witch? Like, hey, I get it, I understand, I used to do it, but just you know, don't get caught <laughs> and uh, don't get caught, don't Jeez. get caught, and and don't let it affect your outside world. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like, like it. It's fine, you know. Do it with your circle. Just don't get in with bad crowds and don't, you know, just be careful. Okay. Okay. Basically. You know what I mean? Like, so it's not going to be my, like my, my, my whole thing with my kid is I'm not, you're not in trouble with me for doing shit that I did, but this is, you know, why I would recommend against it. You know, that that's always been my thing with my kid. Like, oh, your grades are suffering because you don't do your homework. Guess what? Hey, I did the same shit. So I'm not mad at you. But this, you see this face? This is what happens when you don't do your homework. Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, let me bring you into my office and just bring her into this this tragic room. Yeah. <laughs> just like, do you want this for your life? Do you want dusty guitars? Do you want signed signed pictures of wrestlers? Do you want your one of your favorite musicians to be Weird Al Yankovic? <laughs> then just keep not doing your homework, honey. <laughs> it's funny because all that's like the same as mine uh, as I say this this is coming from the guy who's going to the Weird Al concert with me yeah I still gotta I gotta get was it 40 bucks no it was more than that I think oh okay I'll tell you what it was when I figured out <laughs> yeah I think you sent it to me I think you sent it to me it just it's been a while so. yeah I did I'll, I'll look it back up I, I gotta pay my child support first I got kids <laughs> so do I <laughs> no you got kid okay I got kid you got kids I got yeah. cats <sighs> Jesus eat them you got dogs so <laughs> yeah. i was i we we have a saying in my house that uh my younger dog river she's a good dog and then my older dog uh lilu she's a good she's an okay human because <laughs> like we had chinese food before and she's just like uh i need like river's just like yeah hey cool uh, i'm just gonna sit here and lick myself let me know when you guys are ready to give me some food and some of that chinese food and i'm good to go and then Lilu's like jumping all over. It's like, I need it. I need it. I need it. I need chicken on a stick. I need it. I need it. I need it. I'm going to cut you. I need it. I need it. I need it. So, but I thought it was funny. Like, I could just see you sitting your daughter down and then doing the Chris Farley black sheep. Drinking, smoking, like, like that. I could just like see you doing that scene. It's like, it's all fun. It's all fun and games, isn't it? And then, rah, rah, I'm just, just, just screaming at her. Ah. 
I, I mean, I, you know, my kid's mom, you know, handles her her way. And I, you know, have my own set of rules here. Like, okay, like I, I will uphold her mom's punishments or whatever, you know, like if she's grounded, she's fucking grounded. But like, for me, it's like, you're not going to get a fucking lecture from me because you're going to get it from everybody else. Yeah. Two, you're doing the same fucking shit that I did. So knock it off. <laughs> now, if, if marijuana was legal, would you still have to have these conversations with her? I mean, it would still be a thing of, uh, you know, just be careful. What if she did heroin? Would it just be be careful? No, that would not be. <laughs> yeah. You'd get the belt out for that. Uh, that That is not something I've ever done. So that would be a different story, I think. Don't let it just, don't let it ruin your outside world, honey. But it, it's okay. And I'm not, I'm not paying for it. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's, I'm either paying for your habit or college. I'm not doing both. Those are the rules. What would you rather have? <laughs> yeah. Have you ever done cocaine? No. Cocaine. Um, no, I have not. Have you ever done acid? No. Shrooms? No. So just weed? Uh, ecstasy. Oh, ecstasy. I did once. How'd that go? Uh, that went pretty well. Explains a lot. I, 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 I was at Warp Tour. <laughs> and... A lot of your stories when it comes to drugs is like, I was at Warp Tour. I was at Warp Tour and I don't remember shit. Nice. <laughs> I, I remember seeing... Uh, what the fuck was I saw Rancid from the line to get Alien Ant Farm's autograph. And I'm not sure if that was the year or if it was the year before, but there was one year where it was so fucking hot, and my one friend Tom was so dehydrated that steam was coming out of his pores. <laughs> nice. And we, like, you know, we were kids. We had no fucking money. We couldn't be like... Now they have free water. Yeah, now they have free water. But back then it was like... Uh, you have to pay three bucks for a fucking bottle of water or four bucks or what the fuck ever. We're yeah. broke ass kids. We're like, can we just take some of the fucking water you had the bottles in, you know, where the, where the ice used to be? Yeah. <laughs> like, cause, uh, this dude needs something to drink. Yeah. Now it's a lot better. Like even when I work at Rapids, if they see like kids are just, they're just way too hot and they, they'll yeah. start, start handing bottles of water out to everybody, which is nice. Yeah. Especially the summer shows. But oh yeah. What was it? When I saw anti-flag, they, um. They, they were handing out bottles of water, which was nice. Yeah, it's a lot better. Like everyone, everyone bitches because like, um, like Maynard James Keenan, uh, he just uh, everyone's calling calling bullshit because he kicked sixty people out of his concert, a perfect circle, because he saw them all um, with camera phones. And the whole thing is, it's just like it's it's one thing to take a picture and that's it, but it's never just a person taking a picture. It's oh, like, never. It's 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 to the point where like you're just watching the video, you're just watching the show off of somebody else's cell phone. Or I was we, complaining about there in uh, Blink One Eighty Two yeah, last year. Yeah. So man, it was a great show. I wish I could have seen everybody, you know, not in a four inch screen. But yeah, right. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's. But for all of that, and then like the the moshing, like everyone's like, "Don't mosh, don't don't do this, don't do that," and it's like, um, but at the same time, we're trying to make sure kids are safe, and, yeah, or, and we're trying to make sure that other people are enjoying themselves. Like, I, you know, I used to mosh, and I got older, and I'm like, you know what, um, I don't want to mosh anymore because I'd like to live, and so it's, I don't know, I I, I understand both sides of the. No one's gonna be happy. This is one of those. This is one of those debates where no one will be happy with the outcome. Yeah, sure. So, uh, I mean, you know, for me, it's I always liked going to shows where, you know, they would the band would take responsibility and be like, hey, it's cool if you guys mosh, 
But if somebody gets knocked down, pick them the fuck back up. Not kick them with your steel-toed boots. Right, exactly. And we, we've had Darian that. Lake. We've had that conversation. Huh. Well, about, about let, the, let's uh, get into some music. Yeah, let's do that. So, uh, can I pick the song? Um, sure. I'm gonna dedicate this to my singer because he loves this song. Uh, he really loves the guitar part. It's expiration date unknown with lost Alicia. Who you can see this Saturday night at Mohawk Place. It. Ruined it. And it'll play any second out there. Listen to that guitar!
All WNY Radio thinks so, Joe Show. And Brian Miller. Who was on that last song? Yeah, I played guitar. I wrote that fucking song. You did. I didn't write the lyrics. I'll be the first one to admit I did not write those lyrics. Sure. Or that vocal melody. Didn't write that either. <laughs> guitar and bass, except for the bridge, which I wanted to redo, but I was told I wasn't allowed to. <laughs> well, if you want to see Lost Elysium, minus Brian. <laughs> don't, don't laugh. Come on. Don't laugh. <laughs> Like, up to a week ago, you could have said you want to see Lost Elysium, and then Brian will be there, too. This is true. You're, you're, uh, Brian texts me, and he's like, how mad would you be if I don't go to your birthday party? Because <laughs> like, I had a plan for, like, four fucking months, and then someone at the last minute goes, hey, uh, I'm leaving town, and you can get paid $15 an hour for, um, to do sound for a wedding. Well, I'm not an idiot, so... Yeah, no, I, and, and like I said, like, get paid, dude. Like, I need the money. Yeah. So you were, yeah, you were supposed to uh, hang with me, and, and uh, <laughs> you would have been with me last night at the XM Priory. Uh, yeah, I would have. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's funny, because I actually, um, I've had, in the past couple of days, I had, like, two or three different people ask me, like, is it going to be weird going to Joe's birthday party and then having lost Elysium there? And I'm like, no, it won't be weird for me. I'm not going. And they're like, oh, because of Lost Elysium, I'm like, no, I, I got offered work, so I had to, I had to, cho- I had to choose work. I have a lot of, uh, to steal a, a saying that we used to say in Ali all the time, uh, we got a lot of co- hot coals in the fire. And a lot of it's going to cost uh, not just me, but my band a lot of money. But, I mean, right now, um, when I joined when I joined uh, my band, there was like no money in the coffers. Right. And now we're up to like $1,500 already from selling merch. So, uh, yeah, we're, we're, we're doing fine. It's just, I want to make sure that I have money. I don't, I don't like spending all the band's money and then having to go and then out of nowhere going to all its members and go, Hey, we need, we need money. So you got to cough up money. So I'd rather, Hey, if you're able to cough up money now or save up for when you can cough up money and shit like that. So, right. But, um, yeah, it's. I, 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 again, I wish the band all the best, and I hope you have a really fun birthday show. Well, I mean, and, and, and you know, to, to go back to you being asked if it's weird for you, I had, I had asked you, uh, for your okay to continue with them on the show. Yeah. After you had left, and you were just like, dude, it's fine. You actually, uh, because I had lost Ashley's number, you gave me Ashley's number to text her and make sure that they were still doing it. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, Brian literally has no hard feelings towards Lost Elysium. Nope. At all. Like, (laughs) yeah, I wish I wish them the best. I'm really looking forward to seeing them on Saturday night. I think, uh, you know, they're they're going to kick us off eight o'clock. Oh, they're the first band. They're the first band. That's per me, too. I think that's per me. No. Oh, okay. No, that's uh, that's just how it worked out. You You did a hat raffle. Uh, might as well have. <laughs> he got high with his daughter one night. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that no. did that did not happen. No. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, no, we uh, social services will be here in an hour. Joe. Yeah, no, we we had a you know we had a, a general plan going in, and uh, some things had to get switched around a little bit, but uh, for the most part, we've uh, kept what we wanted to do. So, you know, it's gonna be a. Uh, It'll it'll flow well, I think. It's gonna it's gonna go uh, 
You got uh, Lost Elysium is going to kick things off. Dread uh, XM Priory, Dread Next, Billy Draws 2 is going to go on at the end of the night. Billy Draws 2 is last. Billy Draws 2 is last. Saving the best for last. Billy Draws 2 draw, uh, drew fourth. In the in the in the hat the what did you say we were doing a hat drawing yeah, the hat, ra- hat, hat raffle hat raffle, hat <laughs> raffle. it's hat like a, it's like a meat raffle but they they drew four nice. so Billy yeah drew, Billy, Billy draws two draw four Bi- Billy draws two drew four yeah <laughs> so I just have this weird thing that no one's gonna care about but I just think it's funny um I uh, I've been like going to bed at like seven in the morning eight in the morning I know you you know I know how you know you don't even you don't even get to bed that early you get to bed at like 11 10 11 I I, I went to bed at 1 today Yeah so <laughs> um so I went to bed at like 7 or 8 o'clock yesterday or this morning and then I woke up at 1 o'clock because I had to I had to go to my chiropractor and I sell a lot I've been selling a lot of my gear cuz now I got the Kemper so I don't need all these cuz I have right. backups of backups of backups for all my pedals and now I'm like, well, I'm not using my pedal board except for in the recording studio, so I can sell all the backups. So I'm starting to sell all the backups, and this one guy um, shoots me a message on Reverb.com. It's where I sell most of my gear. Right. And he goes, um, I know you have this for $55 plus $10 shipping, $65, but I'll pay you $55 in total. And I meant to put fifth. Uh, I meant to put uh, $60 in total, like just pretty much meet me halfway. And I was so tired because I woke up and I was just like, ah, uh, five, five, zero, zero. And I'm like, oh, I just, I asked him to just send me the exact same amount of money. <laughs> and then I just got this thing, this notification said he paid it. I thought he was gonna be like, oh God, this guy's such an asshole. Because it's just like, how would I pay you this? I go, how about you not pay me that and you just pay me exactly what I want? <laughs> so, because everything I have on, on Reverb.com is like at least... 15 to 20% more expensive than most other sure most other pedals the of the exact same kind but you took care of your shit so well that and people will pay a higher price just because they think it's better oh well if i pay 10 15 more like like the pedal i just sold goes for like 30 dollars and like i said uh 30 dollars without shipping and i'm i'm selling it for 55 without shipping so th- so this guy must be thinking it's like oh man well this this must be like brand new in the box, even though I said it's not brand new in the box. Right. But I also have boxes for all my stuff, and if you go on like some, if you go on eBay and shit, some of these pedals, the boxes go for just ten, fifteen bucks by themselves. So uh, I got this other cool story, which is a little bit funnier. Um, I got a T-shirt from Anti Flag, and it has a swastika on it, mm-hmm. and it's a fist punching it. So, um, which is funny, but the um. The funny part is I went to this post office in West Seneca twice wearing it. And two times I had people, excuse me, uh, I had people actually say, that's a, that's an awesome shirt. Mm-hmm. And, and like Lily was all freaked out. She's like, you can't go on the street wearing a swastika on a shirt. I'm like, but I can go, I can march down a street with a swastika on my shirt. Like, yeah, right. So, uh, and I did that. So then I go there today and I'm wearing this shirt and I'm wearing my Jackknife Stiletto sweatshirt, right? Mm-hmm. Now the Jackknife Stiletto logo is a pair of legs in fishnet stockings and it says Jackknife Stiletto. Jackknife on one leg, stiletto on the other. I had a 70-year-old woman stop me and go, your your sweatshirt is extremely inappropriate <laughs> and, and you should not wear that in public. And I just look at her and I go, I'm sorry you feel that way. And I walked away. <laughs> and then I get up to the the woman that uh, is at work, the employee working there. And she just goes, I like the shirt. 
Yeah, right. <laughs> no one says anything about the rat on my shirt. Yeah, right. But, you know, a pair of disembodied legs is apparently the creepiest thing in the world. Swastika's fine. Disembodied legs, though. <laughs> so I'm freaking, like, old ladies out with not the worst stuff in the world. Hey, if you guys are listening and you have not gotten The Chronicles of Jane Volume 1 from Jackknife Stiletto, what the fuck are you waiting for? Yo, I tell you what I want, what I really, really want. So tell us what you want, what you really, really want. I tell you what I want, what I really, really want. I want, I want, I want. Yeah, okay. I I need like a stopwatch to tell you when to stop after thirty seconds. I guess I don't know, but stop right now. Thank you very much. Yeah, I know way too much Spice Girls, dude. When when I was in Think So Brain, um, shit, it might have been this fucking New Year's show we did. Uh, no, I don't think it was that one. Uh, we did this fucking. My ex ended up with like the Spice Girls greatest hits. Yeah. And she gave it to me Which to is do like two albums. She gave it to me to do whatever the fuck I wanted with it. So I was like, well, fuck it. We brought it to a Think So Brain show. We threw it out into the crowd and then we signed it afterwards. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I got Spice World, the second album, and my sister had the first one, Spice Girls. So Spice World's better because there's Viva Forever on it. Spice World's a great movie, by the way. It is, and Meatloaf is the driver of the of the bus. So you get the one scene where they're like they have to they have to like jump across the bridge, and yeah. they do it with the toy car. Yeah, <laughs> it's very Wayne's World. Yeah, or Wayne's World Two actually. Yeah. So I love Wayne's World Two where they're like, oh yeah, wow, it's England. It's, it's just the backs of the heads of people. I can't believe Paramount flew us all the way to England. <laughs> so yeah, I love, I love I love gags like that. So. Yeah. If no one's watched it, you should watch the um, a documentary on Hulu about the the Dana Carvey show because it's freaking hilarious. So you should watch that. I should when I have uh, Hulu again. Who's Who's good, man? I got it. I, well, mine's paused right now. <clears throat> Why? Money. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, because you still can't watch Raw or SmackDown on um on the uh, network. So yeah, which is stupid. Uh, television rights deals bullshit. Yeah, so. I know. Because if they don't do that, then they're then they're screwed. Yeah. Well, anyway, yeah. So, uh, yeah. No, I'll get Hulu back eventually when when uh, when we're through with this uh, Star Trek thing, and you're like, okay, well, now you can watch this movie, and this movie's on Hulu. Oh, okay. <laughs> so yeah, because you're everything's on Prime, right? Yeah, because right now I'm Prime watching these off of Prime. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I just watched this uh, YouTube. It's the greatest Star Trek timeline YouTube video. It's like eight minutes long, and it it lays out the timelines for all of the Star Trek films and television shows, including the newest one, Star Trek Discovery. And I'm like, thank you. <laughs> I'm like, thank you so much. I'm tired of trying to figure out what what timeline I'm in. Right. So. Come on, can you come up with stuff? <laughs> We're we're having a conversation. And I'm just the co-host. You stop for five seconds and think I, I think I think uh, we're done with the conversation. Dance, I monkey, dance. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know. Like <laughs> now, I got him on the spot. Now, now I got to figure because I'm trying to remember. Like I I need to talk to I need to talk to you about something during the next song break, and, <laughs> and I meant to talk to you about it during the last song break, and I forgot. And now I'm trying to remember to talk to you about that during the next song break. What is it? Give me, <laughs> give me the subject. Uh, it's stamps. It, it is not stamps. Oh. It is an idea that I had messaged you about uh, last week. 
Yeah, exactly. That's Jesus. why I got to talk. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to talk about it on the air because I'm not blowing it's, you. No, it's it's not that. <laughs> this time, it, it's got nothing to do with you. It's got nothing to do with goats. Well, it, it has to do with you, but it doesn't have to do uh, totes my goats. It doesn't have to do with you and goats and anything else. So. Right. Uh, <laughs> totes my goats. Totes. What the fuck ever happened to totes my goats? I don't know. The only reason I know totes my goats is because Mike Miller used to had it as a Halloween costume. I last know. Year. I think it was last year. Mike Miller and I share a birthday, by the way. Do you guys really? Yeah. Oh. Our birthdays are uh, next Monday. Oh, so it's and is he coming to the Billy Draws 2 show? <laughs> He's in Billy Draws 2. <laughs> yeah, but sometimes he doesn't come. They do an acoustic, so I don't know. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's going to be there, but uh, I found out that Doug is not. <laughs> the lead guitarist isn't going to be there? It, it's going to be Rosie, Billy, and, uh, and Mike. Yeah. Why isn't Doug going to be there? I don't know. And I, I don't he want to quit. Really, no, Joe? No, no, he's in the band still. He's in the band. <laughs> uh, you heard it here first. Joe says, <laughs> I did not say that. No, D- yeah, D- Doug's still in the band. He's just not uh, available for this show. He just doesn't want to come. Yeah, and, uh, and uh, I guess he's also missing the their following show at the Tudor. Mm. Yeah, and ladies and gentlemen, it's Tudor, not Tudor. Yes. I hate it when people say Tudor. Yes. It's the Tudor Lounge. No, it's the Tudor Lounge. All WNY Radio will be making their debut at Tudor Lounge. When? In April. April. Jesus Christ. How, how far are you booked out, man? Uh, May. So are we going to do a birthday show for me? Sure. No, let's not do a birthday show. <laughs> I, if, 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 if I play my cards right, I'll be on the road for all of July and August. Nice. I hope. Yeah. Yeah, I'm booked, uh, I think, through May, maybe June. I don't know, man. I got so many dates booked ahead of time, and I'm trying to get in somewhere for January. I'm trying to get uh, Nietzsche's for January, right? So I I emailed them, and I'm like, hey, uh, would we be able to, you know, we'd love to work together. And she's well, you know, we're looking for, like, February, March. Like, I'm already booked February and March. (laughs) What I'd like is January. If you can get me in January, and then after that, we'd like to come back in maybe June. Because we're booked in advance. So, which is odd, because that's what I need to talk to you about after the... <laughs> we'll, <laughs> after the see. we'll see. About booking uh, well in advance for something, but uh, <laughs> I don't want to give that away, because that's uh, a big project. So... I hear you. Yeah. Oh man. So um so so the Bills lost last week. And they lost to uh they, they lost to a team near and dear to your heart, the Jets. Yes. Boom, baby. <laughs> I uh I'm, so near and dear I had no idea they were playing them. I'm I'm friends with so many Bills fans and they're posting on Facebook and I I commented on one I said J E T S Jets 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 like nice. And then she's like, "Yeah, they, you know, say that again when the bills lo- when the bills win." So the bills lost. So I said it again. <laughs> it requires the bills to win. Yeah. Like I was listening to uh, the radio, uh, the terrestrial radio station, because apparently, if you want to listen to a terrestrial radio station in the middle of the night, the music is so much better. It's like all hard rock and like metal music. But then if you um. But if you do whatchamacall, uh, it, like in the middle of the day, it's all like alternative poppy crap. So um, I was just listening to it on the way uh, home today, and they're like, 
our, our Bills correspondent's going to be on tomorrow morning to tell us how much of a shot the Bills have at, at, at the at the postseason. I'm like, none? No, th- this is the thing. Is there, like, they're like 5-2 and two or something like that, or, or uh, you know, they're actually doing well. And... But they, but they have two losses in a row. So they're, what you're saying is they're going down. They don't. Slowly. They don't have two losses. They, they won the week before. Oh, okay. This, this is this is the kicker for me, man. It's the, they won the week before, and this news story came out of uh, Coach Sean McDermott was walking through the parking lot at, at uh, New Era Field, and fans were offering him beer, and he politely, you know, said he politely turned them down, like, "Hey, Coach, good job here. Have a beer." Oh, of course you're going to turn them down. So po- he politely uh, politely declined. Um, and then last Thursday, uh, the Sabres were playing a late game. And I had gotten to work and I put the Sabres game on, not even like thinking that the Bills were on Thursday night football. Uh, and I went on Facebook. And it's like, these fucking Bills suck. Same old fucking Bills. We're not going to make the playoffs. This coach needs to be fired. Like... <sighs> weren't you guys offering him a beer in the parking lot last week and, yeah. and yelling about how you were going to make the playoffs? Like, come on. It's like, it's this like, is a fickle fucking fan base. Well, it's it, the best part is, is they, they still like cheer. It's like, God, I'm never watching another game again until next week when I got season tickets to go see him again. It's like, come on, guys. Somebody posted, uh, you know, a, uh, a graphic showing the drunkest fans uh, by, uh, by conference. <laughs> Uh, and and the overall drunkest fans are the Buffalo Bills fans. That is not something to be proud of, by the way, for you Bills fans <laughs> listening. Okay, so the Buffalo Bills have the drunkest fans, and I my comment was, you know, if I had to listen to that damn Bills shout song, <laughs> hey, 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 oh man, you know how much I hate that shit. <laughs> like, just absolutely hate that. The best is when I try starting it at like wrestling, and it's like, shut the fuck up, bro. Yeah, right. Stop it. No, because you know other people will jump in and fucking do that shit. Hey, I did it. I was it? Uh, the first Raw, sh- the first, um, yeah. What was it? House show? I think it was a house show. No, it was the Raw no, show. No, we went, the first one we went to was Raw. Yeah. It was and we then to, we went to that house we went show. went to Raw, and I'm like, it was before it even started. I'm like, hey. And they just hear, like, hey. It's- we, went, we went to that house show where the now former WWE champion, Jinder Mahal, was in the first match as like a jobber. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and what was that like a year and that was like a year ago yeah i think i think it was last november yeah. actually <laughs> but now you know now he's just another brown jobber they're gonna knock him all the way back down to jobber now yeah nah, i don't know why they did that that's weird uh, i understand like oh well it's like WWE's just trying to tick all the boxes of things that have never happened so they're like hey we, there's never been a title change in the uk house show well that wasn't a house show that was on smackdown well then what the hell yeah, that was on SmackDown. That was the first ever uh, because heavyweight championship. That was that was my buddy, my buddy and I, because uh, my my buddy David, who runs uh, IHWE Wrestling down in Fort Worth, Texas, uh, he posted pondering if the WWE when the last time the WWE Championship changed hands in the UK, and of course my smartass commented a couple hours ago. <laughs> And he goes, that's not what I fucking meant, and you know it. Asshole. And I, so I was like, yeah, you're right. So I did the, I actually fucking did the research, Ugh. and the WWE Championship, the Universal Championship, or the World Heavyweight Championship in WWE have never changed hands 
outside of North America until yesterday. Wow. Yeah. Now, I know... Um... Uh, well, if you want to be technical, the you know, Buddy Rogers won a tournament in Rio de Janeiro to win the first title. Just like Pat Patterson won one in Rio de Janeiro for the Intercontinental title. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, you know, Which so, wasn't real, right? Right, it, it. It, exactly. And then there was a title change in Japan uh, that isn't recognized. So technically, <laughs> technically, the WWE title has never changed hands mm-hmm. outside of the North America. Well, I saw something. So I saw um, somewhere yesterday, they're like, a, 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 WD, a WWE title's never changed hands in England. I'm like... So apparently you've never seen SummerSlam. Right, I mean SummerSlam that's... 92. Yeah. So Welcome w- to the Think So Joe show where we talk more wrestling than his other podcast which is about wrestling. <laughs> See, you missed this you missed episode 301 this past Sunday where I literally was like, guys, I feel like shit. What happened in New What happened in New Japan and let uh and let uh, Drow take over the whole uh, first hour talking about uh, what happened at New Japan Power Struggle. Uh, and le- Kenny Omega, Chris leading, Jericho. Leading up to Kenny Omega versus Chris Jericho, yes. And then Triple H was in uh, ICW, where, ICW. My, where my buddy Jamie Kennedy works. So, Kennedy. Not that Kennedy. I don't care. <laughs> he hears Kennedy and he just goes, Kennedy. Kennedy! I saw this great sweatshirt the other day. And it's a picture, it's a, it's a puzzle of JFK. But it's missing three uh, puzzle pieces all all around the head. Oh, jeez. So, and someone said, this is so distasteful. And I said, this is amazing. Yeah. Because it's so, um, what's the best way? It's just so imaginative. It's, yeah, it's just, it's horrible. But it's so imaginative. So. Yeah, I'll give you that. It's okay. See, I did it. <laughs> we, yeah. Um, I had a thought and then you t- said that and now the thought's gone. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it happens a lot on the thing, Sergio. It, it does. It does. Yeah. I don't know. Let's see. We were talking about Kenny Omega and Chris Jericho. And then Omega. the we were talking about uh, Triple H on the uh, house show. And Ken, Ken, okay. So I <laughs> I, uh, I posted the thing yesterday. I was looking for a, somebody to just bring me a USB mic to use to record one job. Yeah. Uh, so I didn't have to put it off till today. And uh, one of my friends commented... You know, Mr. Kennedy. I'm like, man, you know, I really love those microphones they had for those old timey like. You can you can get them right now. I know you can, and I and I love those. And Sure has like black ones now. Yeah, for like two fifty. For like two fifty, and you can get them on Z Zounds. You could break it up into like six payments or yeah. four payments, or what the fuck ever. And I was when they first came out, I'm like, I need that. Yeah, that's what uh, Metallica uses. I, I know. Well, they've got the black ones with the uh, red. The red it, filter. In it. Yeah. Uh, but I'm like, I need that. But then I'm like, but it's a dynamic mic and I don't need that. <laughs> so I couldn't justify buying one. Joe needs nothing dynamic. And we were at, uh, I was at um, Dirty Smile and uh, Wyatt Coin and uh, uh, what's that band? Karina and the Six String Preacher? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, they were performing, and she's got, you know, one of those old silver Shure microphones. In the Lost Listening Expiration Date on No Music video, we have it. Yeah, okay. but I'm standing around talking to Gus Walters, and I'm like, dude, I want that microphone. And he's like, yeah, man, so do I, but, you know, they used to have so many feedback problems. I guess they're better now. Uh, and I'm just like, I keep getting these ads for these black ones that Shure put out. He's like, yep, me too. 
<laughs> I, I don't. Yeah. But I don't look at microphones all the time, so. I, I do, so. Okay. <laughs> I saw a deal yesterday for a uh, Samson uh, USB mic that's, like, tiny, fits in your pocket. I hear it's actually uh, comparable to the Blue Yeti. Nice. So it's like, if I had 25 bucks, I'd buy this right now, just so I can, you know, throw it in my bag and carry it around, and it's not as bulky as the fucking, to you know, fair, the, the Blue. The, the Yeti's not even that bulky. To carry around though, in a backpack, yeah, the thing's on. heavy. What else do you put in your backpack? Yeah, two laptops in there. Why two laptops? So I can watch a movie on one for on Tuesday nights. Oh my god! <laughs> and still have the other one available. Well, speaking of watching a movie, see what I did there? Yes. Um, when we come the back, timing's great. When we come back from this break, we uh, will be hearing what Joe thinks about Star Trek Three: The Search for Cash. Uh, Spot. <laughs> Uh, but first, another band that will be playing November 11th. Yes. This coming Saturday. Yes. Uh, at Mohawk Place. Doors open at 7. First band on at 8. This band is the second band that will be playing. They are called XM Priory. And they've got a surprise for you this Saturday night. Not for me, though. Yeah, not from you. But this song is called A Pale Goodbye. On all WNY radio, think so, Joe Show. I always gotta ruin it. And I didn't. Oh, oh, oh I turned oh. the volume up.
It's always with the XM Priory stuff. So play a different song. Play Vacant Paradise. Hold on, let me. I got. I I have never mind. Yeah, I have their stuff on on the computer. He I has think. it on his computer. He's like, no, I'm gonna use Reverb Nation. That's because I don't gotta look for the fucking shit on my computer. <laughs> you go to search quick access, XM Priory, XM. I don't know. My laptop seems to be acting up again. It's always when we play XM Priory. That's. I used to be pork, but now I'm. I'm pork now. I'm X Ham. <laughs> Yeah. Creeping Death Live. We're not allowed to play that. Hey, look, Vacant Paradise. Yay, let's just do it this way then. Maybe. This is Vacant Paradise by XM Priory <laughs> on the Think So Joe Show in all Western New York radio. We were playing Pal Goodbye, weren't we? Oh, well, here's Vacant Paradise. I told you.
Brian's got a guitar again. gallop too uh it's uh yeah oh and then here here's some muscles <laughs> and then let's go back to my new band And then here's Lost Lucium again. And here's the new band. And what is the name of your new band? Breaking Solace. Yay! Get a plug in for your shit, man. <laughs> you're gonna be playing with you're gonna be playing with all WNY radio on New Year's Eve. With Tokyo Monsters, yeah. XM Priory, and Billy Draws 2. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we gotta get you in to do, uh, do what you were planning for the birthday show for that show with XM Priory. Hey, man, I'm, I, you know, yeah. <laughs> I, I just guarantee that I'm playing that show. Yeah, you, you will, you, 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 you have to be at that one. Our drummers Unless get, you quit that band too yeah, our to get out of being on an all WNY radio show. <laughs> our drummer is getting surgery two weeks before on a shoulder. Oh, and they're like, so you can't you'll get, you have to be in a sling for at least a week. Uh huh. And then they're like, and then you can't lift your arm over your shoulder for at least a month. <laughs> I'm like, so what are you gonna do? He's like, oh, I'm just gonna go like Travis Barker and just play one hand. <laughs> and they start showing me all the Breaking Souls tunes. Not using the one arm. And I'm really? Like, and he still did it fucking perfect. I'm like, holy shit. Huh. He, he's just like, yeah, I just can't do as many stick flips. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really digging that. It took me like a month to really get the the string picking on that. Right. Because it's a... Uh... Because I used to go and open A instead of the... sound as good so, i didn't write the song so i just play it better than the guy who wrote it and that's right out of his mouth too nice so <laughs> right before i put something in his mouth giggity <laughs> i can't do more than that uh, I, I was gonna say don't do any more than that <laughs> that will get you sued <laughs> that's it uh, I, I am absolutely positive Scott is not listening right now, but if he did, uh, he would be having a heart attack right now. He'd be like, what the fuck is this guy doing? <laughs> we did play that cover of, uh, Cocaine once, and I guess we weren't supposed to do that either. Was that the dude out of Rochester we used to play it on Think, on Think Metal? Yeah, yeah, it was the Doom Metal version. <laughs> See, that dude could have gotten sued, and I wouldn't have gave a shit. But then Scott took the station back over, so... Now you care a little bit more? Now, now I give a shit. 
talking to Scott last night about the uh, Buffalo Icon, which was a venue that closed before you got here. Uh, was it a good venue? I liked it. I, I played it once. It was, a, uh, But I saw a bunch of bands there, including uh, Bowling for Soup, American Hi-Fi, and MC oh. Lars. Nice. I saw American Hi-Fi with Everclear. That was a good show. Uh, so did you. I was right behind you. Much to your chagrin. Yeah, well, it was just like I waited. I was there fucking what, three hours before you. I showed up after doors open. I'm still right behind Brian. Yeah, I was pissed. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, but yeah, I saw American Hi Fi with Bowling for Soup and MC Lars. It was the first time I ever heard of MC Lars. Was telling Scott uh, about a time when. Uh, I went on Twitter and MC Lars was like, yeah, you know, thanks for everybody to come out and support this tour. And I'm like, your next tour, dude, you should start in Buffalo. You haven't been here in forever. And he's like, dude, I literally just left Buffalo. Fuck you mean you just left Buffalo? I literally just played Buffalo tonight. Nice. And I looked at his tour dates, and sure enough, he played Buffalo. I think he was at, like, the waiting room or uh, something like that, right? Yeah, it's probably at the studio or something. Yeah, so it's like, well, what the fuck? I didn't know you were playing here. And I was like, well, next time, I, you need to let me know. And he says, well, you know, here's how you follow my tour. Yeah. <laughs> and I said, I said, man, you know, next time you're coming through town, we need to get you on the, uh, the show that previously occupied this time slot. Fuck that show. Yes. Uh, th there were good things to come out of that show. Like, I, I met Brian on that show. Yeah. Met my boy Andrew J. Reimers on that show. I've met a bunch of cool people on that show. None of which were hosts. <laughs> uh, aside from the dudes that are currently in the Kennedy carpool. I love those guys. Anyway. So, uh, Lars is like, yeah, cool, man. That'd be awesome. So he's coming through on Warp Tour the next year. And I'm like, hey, man. You, you want to take me up on doing that interview? And he's like, yeah, man, cool. So he calls in, and he's on the road, uh, and he did a freestyle rap for us on, on, on the show. I don't which, think I've ever heard it. Yeah, it's it's out there. I'd have to find it and send it to you, but it's out there. Maybe if I remember when I get to work, I'll... Uh, I'll I'll, down, I'll find the episode, download it, extract that one part... And send that to you. Hey, man, I wouldn't mind hearing it. Yeah. I uh, He offered to do a, a rap with me. A Did song he? with me, yeah. Cool. For, I think it was like 500 bucks, which apparently is less than what he was charging others. Cool. He said he'd do it for $500, and then um, he'd come up with a beat. I'd come, or I, it's it's like, he'd come up with a beat, but he'd want me to do the guitar first. But he didn't really want to do it with Lost Elysium. He really just wanted to do it with me. Yeah. Which I thought was cool, but at the time, I was really just doing Lost Elysium stuff, because I thought if we did a song with him, it would help get Lost Elysium up. Sure. Like, I, at the time, I wasn't thinking about, like, getting Brian up. It's not the Brian show. Yeah. So, um... And if you guys out there don't know MC Lars, look him up. He's fucking he's nerdcore, man. Yeah, I mean, like... And I know a lot of you who listen to this show probably have heard of him and, and probably own all his shit like I do, <laughs> this gigantic robot kills. Yes. With Weird Al Yankovic. Yes. You like this song? I do. <laughs> it's not on BMI, so. Ah. Say scap. You, you can. <laughs> yes. <No. laughs> ah. So I went on a journey last night. I was on. I was on a quest. To the final frontier. A, a, a search, if you will. 
for cash. A search for Spock. So, uh, this is the point of the show where it is Joe Knows Jack. Joe Knows Everything About Music, which we've already uh, uh, gotten rid of that stigma because he knows nothing about music, apparently. Unless it's, unless it's Weird Al and Metallica. That's right. It. Or local bands. Knows, knows everything about local bands. Um, but... Um, I wanted to task him with something that he really wasn't a fan of originally, which was Star Trek. Some of the other sure. films, up to this point, the films were mostly just films that you should watch or you should at least know a lot of the inside jokes. Like Jurassic Park sure. was very much of, you need to see Jurassic Park 1 at least once because because it's a staple. And then the all, all the others you should have watched just because it's just a... Um, it's 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 just part of of society in America. So so when I see the meme that goes, "Hey, this guy's seen Jurassic Park." See, nobody cares. Yes, I, I get that meme now. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> that that's Dobbs, not an actual Dobbs. meme. We got, we got Dobbs here. That's not an actual meme because people love that movie for some reason. I <laughs> did not. He did not. But Star Trek, he wasn't really. He was like, eh, whatever. I like Star Wars because Star Wars is the greatest thing in the world. It's, <laughs> it's all about mommy and daddy issues, so I gotta love it. <laughs> so, and it's about a brother and sister kissing. <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> eh, eh. You're and not, it's, you're not wrong. And it's about two confirmed bachelors living in a something called a Falcon. <laughs> One of them's a bear. Mm. <laughs> the other one should have been Bill Murray. <laughs> yeah, it's a Wookie. <laughs> He's a bear. He's a Wookie. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Well, you've never seen a naked hairy guy then. So, um, but now we're doing Star Trek. So, um... And this is why it's appropriate for certain people to have sex during this show. Anyway. Exactly. Um, but yeah, so he has seen, um, all... He's seen Star Trek, Star Trek Into Darkness, Star Trek Beyond. And he was just like, humdinger, that was a good time. <laughs> then... We we did not watch Star Trek the Motion Picture because I don't hate him. I, I I'm reading this is I got the uh, Wrath of Khan Wikipedia page open yeah. and uh, after the release of the Motion Picture, which is the first Star Trek movie, uh, executive producer Gene Roddenberry wrote his own sequel. In his in his plot, the crew of the Enterprise travel back back in time to set right a corrupted time after the Klingons used the Guardians of Forever to prevent the assassination of John F. Kennedy. This was rejected by Paramount executives, who blamed the poor performance and large budget of $46 million of the first movie on its plotting pace and constant rewrites Roddenberry demanded. As a consequence, Roddenberry was removed from production and, according to Shatner, kicked upstairs to the ceremonial position of executive consultant. Harve Bennett, a new Paramount television producer, was made producer for the next Star Trek film. According to Bennett, he was called in, uh, he was called in front of a group uh, including Jeffrey Katzenberg and Michael Eisner, and asked if he thought he could make a better film than the motion picture, which Bennett confessed he found really boring. When Bennett replied in the affirmative, Charles Bluedorn uh, Blue asked, can you make it le for less than 45 fucking million dollars? Bennett replied, where I come from, I can make five movies, uh, movies for that. Nice. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I, after reading that, I'm very glad you didn't give me the first one. So yeah, I, I wasn't going to. So I've only seen seen it once. It's the only movie where the director's cuts less is shorter. <laughs> so, but he watched Wrath of Khan and he went God. But no, he he really he, he enjoyed Wrath of Khan. Sure. And it was a night. It was a I can't say it's a fresh take because it was the original take. 
but it, it was a fr- it was different enough from the remake slash retelling. Right. So uh, this time it was the Star Trek Three: The Search for Spock, because he died in the in the second one right at the con. If you don't know this, the movie is like thirty five years old. You should fucking know this by now. <laughs> so what do you think, Joseph? Uh, I am the only person you need to put a spoiler alert in front of a thirty five year old movie for. Uh, but. Uh, yeah, I uh, well, I, I did enjoy the uh, Wrath of Khan, and I had asked you uh, going into this if I was going to need a Klingon translator, uh, which, no, there were, stu- there were subtitles, which I'm like, man, I don't want to fucking read. Oh, God, you're such a, <laughs> such a millennial. <laughs> uh, so, you know, I, but they spoke English through a lot of the movie, so I didn't really have to read a lot, so <laughs> I was okay with this. And... Uh, but uh yeah I uh I enjoyed the movie it was uh you know the I, I think it worked well because they played off of the uh the genesis uh in the previous film uh to explain why Spock was still alive uh and and gave the uh hey he did a uh, Vulcan mind meld and that's why uh you know that's why his spirit is still alive not his soul but his spirit. His spirit, or what the fuck ever, I don't know. But he, he was still alive in bones. Uh, and communicating through bones with James Kirk uh, to be like, hey, this is where the fuck I am. Come get me, fucker. Uh, and and uh, Kirstie Alley was replaced. <laughs> yeah. I was like, is that supposed to be the same character? And then I had to, like, that's why I have this up, because yeah. I had to look it up, like, oh, yeah, okay, that is a, uh, they, they just recasted that role. Which is okay. <laughs> yeah. So do you recommend it to, to, to people? Sure. Cool, cool. So uh, you're you're still in. You still I, have, you have not said I don't like any of these films yet. Let's, let's keep fucking going. <laughs> Whatever, let's do it. <laughs> okay, next is Star Trek IV, The Voyage Home. Okay. Now here's a little, I'm not going to give you too much about it, but here's a little uh, spiel about it. A longtime favorite of fans and casual viewers alike, The Voyage Home concludes the unofficial film trilogy that began with Khan. It's a fun time that had a very charming sense of humor, something Star Trek often struggles with in other films and series. And this is directed by Leonard Nimoy. Cool. So um, that's the next one. Here's the... Uh, here, here's a great thing for the next one. Star Trek V, The Final Frontier. This movie just sucks. <laughs> we understand they were good intentions behind it, but it's just a failure. There's some camping scenes that are okay, but aside from that, it's mostly a total disaster. If you don't believe us, here's the pitch. It's William Shatner directed Star Trek film where the Enterprise gets hijacked by space terrorists in order to find God at the center of the galaxy. Didn't the Enterprise get destroyed in the movie I just watched? Yes, but the Enterprise is is something that it just it continually comes up. It's okay. not just you can rename a ship the Enterprise, just like you can rename an actual ship like a um like a battleship. You can rename the battleship the same name. They usually don't, they retire them after a while. But to be fair, battleships don't usually, you know, get blown up that often, and when they do, they think it's bad luck to rename another ship the same thing. Ah. Uh. But yeah, I'm gonna have to make you watch Star Trek the Final Frontier. Because <laughs> I'm already I'm already getting rid of one of them for you. So. Yeah. But uh, the next one after that is the Undiscovered Country, which is uh, which is really good, and it's from the original crew from, and the same writer director as Wrath of Khan. Okay. So, 
So right now, you're going to be like, Final Frontier's garbage. That's one. And then I'm going to give you good movies after that again. So. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. I can't wait to show you Star Trek Generations. You're going to be, like, coming. <laughs> I, I, like, seriously, at this point, let's just fucking finish the series. Okay. I, 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 look, look, you have it. no idea how many movies are left, do you? F no, I don't. Um, okay. how, how many movies am I in for here? Okay. Which you, will save you from having to pick movies for a while. Which is great, because, ladies and gentlemen, you heard it. He's already, he's in. I'm in. Fuck so, it, I'm in. So, you've got The Voyage Home for next week. Okay. Then you got The Final Frontier. Then you got The Undiscovered Country. Then you have Generations. Then you have First Contact. Then you have Insurrection. Six. Then you have Nemesis. Seven. <laughs> and I think that's it. Yes. Seven. So you have seven more. You're 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 not even halfway through. So we're gonna we'll be into the new year. Yeah. When when you actually have to pick movies again. Seven four. Yeah, it's about the new year. About yeah. the new year. Because you know I, I'm I gonna think... like cancel like one show at least before the new, the end of the new year. Right. The end of the year. Because <laughs> I'm lazy and shit like that. <laughs> but there you go. That's it. You're gonna I, get a I... whole new cast in like four movies. So. <laughs> I got something hilarious to tell you during a song break, but <laughs> about uh, a Wednesday between six and eight. Uh, Why am I being sacrificed? You're being sacrificed. There's a debate going on right now regarding the promoter of this Saturday show. Is Joe Kent of Thick So Joe a zombie or not? Weigh in on this hot topic with hashtag is Joe Kent a zombie? <laughs> I have not checked Facebook. I knew there was some debate about me being a zombie. <laughs> and then Eric Foster goes, who are we going to sacrifice to find out for sure? And then apparently XM Priory's <laughs> thinking me. And then Luke goes, Scott Leffler's getting a green mohawk and thinks so Joe is eating human. This show gets better and is keeps getting better and better. <laughs> Who's Eric Foster? Eric Foster is uh, from uh, Janie Crash and the Tall Man. So he's the tall man. He is, uh, he is not the tall man. I, I said you have to be at their show to understand why they're Janie Crash and the Tall Man. Okay, well, I will accept him. Because he sent me a friend request like three uh, weeks ago. Uh, let's see, Eric Foster. You are now a friend of mine. Uh, and then Pineapple Jacks added a photo. And it's a photo of my band just added to the show. Oh! Ooh. Like that photo? I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can't see your face. You're not even in it. Well, my hair's in it. Is it? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, I didn't get a good look at it. I just saw the hoods. Uh, they're not white hoods. The, no, they are not Jesus white hoods. Jesus Christ, Joe. <laughs> God, watch what you say on here. They are not white hoods. What do you th What do you think I am? Some kind of... <laughs> Anyone who watches Blazing Saddles understand that. Everyone who doesn't just thinks I'm racist now. Um, Here is a different photo. Ah. We have this whole rule of how we're doing that. So there's the one you saw. Okay, I see it. And then ah. we're showing everybody one at a time. Gotcha. See, see what we did there. So it's called it's called having a plan and going through with it. Ooh. Bands do that? <laughs> no. That's, <laughs> that's why so many bands break up after six months because no one knows what one hand's doing. Yeah. So not to piss on bands and stuff like that. <laughs> Speaking of pissing on bands, we're gonna play another band on your uh, on your uh, that's gonna be playing your show right now. Sure. 
It's a little early, but sure. What? It's 7.26. I know. It's a little early. Play Electric Preacher, then. I was going to play Electric Preacher, preacher actually. Because he's got lots of stuff to talk to me about. He's going to start bashing this band. No. I am totally not no, going to start is bashing one of my, This is one of my favorite bands in uh, not just all West New York, but uh, in general. Um, I have both I of do. their albums. I've got two of their shirts. I've got stickers. Uh, I don't put stickers in my car, but I've got them on... Um, Eric and I both wore Dreadnecks. Eric from JD Crashes Hallman and I both wore Dreadnecks t-shirts to the uh, Halloween show. So if you haven't guessed already, this is band number three that will be playing this Saturday at Mohawk Place. Doors open at seven. First band, who's lost Elysium, goes on at eight. Then it's X Empire. Then it's going to be this band, which is going to be the Dreadnecks. Now here's the here's the kicker. Now X Empire, Nick from X Empire has challenged. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Grant, the lead singer of the Dreadnecks, to a wrestling match. Now, Joe mm-hmm. usually is the one getting stunnered, and Joe, I believe, is going to be the referee for this match, isn't he? Uh, I was the referee for the last uh, title match between uh, Drew from The Long Cold Dark and Grant uh, from the Dreadnecks. But see, I was the referee last Halloween uh, for you versus Grant, and you beat him with the uh, mandible claw. I did. See? <laughs> I, I, this, this is actually the biggest reason I, I'm... I'm, I'm I'm pissed that I'm missing the show because I love the Dreadnecks. Yeah. So, um, but this the Dreadnecks will be playing this show. Please don't miss this. This is gonna be a really good fucking. So show. listen, you got you you have XM Priory who have a surprise. You have the Dreadnecks, and you you don't know what's gonna happen. It's with, a surprise every time they play. It the is show. a surprise every time they play, and you don't know what's gonna happen with Nick from XM Priory and yeah. Grant from the Dreadnecks, and then you got Lost Elysium, and then you got Lost Elysium. <laughs> so but this is the dreadnecks and this is their song electric preacher on the think so joe show with think so joe and brian on all western new york radio
Facts on old WNY Radio with the Think So Joe Show. You didn't interrupt me that time. I did not. I let you. I, I, I let you handle it. I did a good job. You did. You did a great job. Yeah. You did an excellent job. Yeah. Yeah. Can you lock yourself in in here? No. Okay. I mean, I I I imagine I could if like the door actually lined up with the frame, which none of my fucking doors in my house apparently want to line up with frames. Joe finally has a padded room. Yes. So. I was actually talking to somebody about that because I, a friend of mine always tells me she sleeps with her windows open, regardless of what the temperature is. That's weird. And just covers up with blankets. Well, she did a she did an Instagram, uh, you know, like the the Instagram like stories. Yeah. She did an Instagram story this morning where she, it's got the temperature on there at twenty six degrees, and so I texted her. I'm like, "Hey, did you close your window?" And she said, no, I thought about it, but I didn't. And uh, we were on this subject. Huh? I have to be fucking warm to sleep, which means I could probably sleep in my vocal booth. Because she's like, there's no way you could sleep in your booth. I said, there's a chair in there. I said, there's a, there's a cushion on the chair. The walls are padded, so I could just lean up against the fucking walls and probably go to sleep if I wanted to. Nice. So one night... Uh, after we had this conversation, I came home and I got in the booth because I had to record some shit. And I just kind of leaned up against the wall to see if I really, like, could fall asleep in there. If I really desperately wanted to for whatever fucking reason. Which I don't see any reason why I ever would. Yeah. But if I had to. So I, I texted her the next day. I said, yeah, you know, I uh, I leaned up against the wall just to see how comfortable it would be. And yeah, I could probably sleep in there. And she said, did you really do that? I said, yeah, she said, that's the... Best thing I've ever heard, ever. Nice. So, yeah. Yeah, I, um, I, I can't be too hot, and I also can't be too cold, and I'd rather yeah. have it too cold, because then I could just put blankets on it. Right. Well, that, that's what she does. She says she keeps the windows open and uses uh, as many blankets as necessary. Yeah, um, I just took the, um, the armchairs, the armrests off of my, my studio chair. Yeah. Because I'm tired of trying to play guitar and always having my um, my shit there. I understand. So, it, but it's so weird because when I'm just hanging out listening to a mix, I like putting my arms on my chair, and I can't do that now. It's like fuck. I need like completely like I like need hinges or something. Yeah, or just two chairs. Yeah, you haven't seen my studio. I have not seen your studio. My studio is a little smaller than this room. Okay. Or maybe it's the same size, but I have a lot of shit in my room. But I think it's a little smaller. But I do have a futon in my room, so. I was thinking of getting one of those. Yeah, it's a it's a nice uh, leather bound. Yeah. Futon. I got it for free, so. Someone had it and they used it like twice, and they're like, "It's not comfortable." So. <laughs> it was like, okay, but I'm not using it as a bed. I'm using it as a chair. Right. Or as a couch, so for clients. As a casting couch. <laughs> So you want me to uh, you want me to record the song for you, right? <laughs> Take your shirt off. I'm a guy. I know. Did I tell you to to stop? <laughs> Beast of Bordeaux. <laughs> Sorry, I just see that there. Yeah. <sighs> Entertain me, Joe. Um. Entertain the listeners. I I'm right now. I'm trying to pull up the next band, and my internet keeps going out on my laptop for some reason. As long as it's not going out on the stream. 
No, it's still working on stream. We've been on a, on the air for an hour, 39 minutes, and 10 seconds. 10 seconds, ladies. Yeah. Less than 20 minutes, we're out of here. Yes. Thank God. <laughs> I get to go home and finally rest, and then tomorrow... My only days off are Thursday and Friday, so what am I doing? I'm booking shows. I am doing... Um, practicing, and then I'm also... Uh, Oh, excuse me. Uh, winterizing my snow, my snowblower for the winter. So, so that'll be fun. The site can't be reached, Joe. Yes, I've noticed. Yes, yeah, uh... I have the same problem with my laptop. I have to always restart it and shit after a while, and it's only because of Windows Windows Ten. So yeah, I don't know what's going on. I have to actually this. restart my entire laptop. Like yesterday, I turned my laptop on, and I had to wait two and a half hours to use it. Because it was updating Windows 10. And all it did was update the Cortana color. <laughs> so to, to the white that you have there. And it bothers yeah. me so much. So I got rid of it. So now I just have the Cortana like icon. <laughs> I, I'm, I'd I'm rather go an extra step. Because I just didn't like it so much. You know what it is? It was connected to my, uh, my, my old Time Warner modem. Instead of my router. And since Spectrum took over. My Wi-Fi on my router has been fucking awful. That's messed up. Yeah. Yeah, Spectrum sucks. <laughs> we should get rid of Spectrum. Get the uh, get a uh, what is it called? A uh, a jailbroken Amazon Fire. You can get them for like forty dollars or fifty dollars on Facebook. And then apparently you get live TV with it too. Yeah, but I mean, like, I don't have them for cable. I have them for internet. <laughs> Oh. Yeah. Well, then I can't fucking help you. Yeah. I thought you had it for cable also. No, just, just internet. <laughs> what do you use for cable now? I I have a Sling TV, which is streaming. How much is that a month? Uh, I'm paying 35 The The base package is 25 and then I got, like, some extra channels uh, for an extra 10 bucks. Do you also get local channels? No. Oh, okay. But I got the rabbit ears. Which you don't use. No, right now I don't even have a TV in here. I have uh, three computer monitors. I have a TV in here. It's just not. <laughs> okay. I'm like, there's a TV literally right next to me. <laughs> it is literally so right next to You have so much shit in here. You didn't know you had a TV anymore. It's, it's, well, I just took it out of there. Yeah. I was trying to set up uh, for three, uh, three computer monitors. And how I was. How are you going to get the room for all that? The other one's in the booth. No, I thought you meant you wanted to do three here. Oh, no, 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 no. You could put a TV um, here. Yeah. Do that. Hang it on the wall. I mean, gotta, I, 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 I need to keep room for the uh, for all the uh, awards this show wins. I got a wall hanger if you want, so you can put it like there and then swing it. Yeah, that I might gotta, be an idea. I don't know. So I've got it. I've never used it. We bought it and went. This is pointless. I think it's up to a twenty-two inch TV or something. I don't know what this That's is. That's a twenty. Yeah. There, there you fucking go. Yeah. So welcome to the Think So Joe Show. Um, where we just where we redesign uh, Joe's uh, studio. We we just talk about whatever comes to mind. <laughs> hey, do you have studio expense of twenty seventeen? I don't have a folder for it. No. Do you have all the receipts and shit? Yeah, I got them in my email. Okay. Everything I bought this year, I bought like online via the internets. Via the internets. Oh man! So is there anything Saturday going on? <laughs> There is, as a matter of fact. Yeah, you're right. There's a wedding. <laughs> yeah, here's a wedding that you're, you're you're DJing instead of coming to your I'm best friend's DJing. birthday well, party. Well, here's the weird thing. It's sort or of you're bo- doing sound. Yeah, here's the thing that sort of bothered me was 
I was asked to do a wedding like back in August from the same kid that I'm I'm filling in for this week. Yeah. And and he's like, it's really easy. All you're doing is all you really have to do is do the um what the hell is it called? Uh volume, like master volume. That's it. And you're gonna have two wireless mics uh for the like the announcements and shit like that. And then one wireless mic goes to the DJ and the other one shuts off, and that's it. I'm like, okay. So I do it. I do it all by myself. Halfway through, they fired the DJ, and then I ended up DJing that way. <laughs> like with um, my boss gave me his 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 iPhone with iTunes on it. Right. So and I just like it was really cool because they'd be like, someone's like Pitbull. I want Pitbull, and then someone else was like, I want um like was it like Sean or Sean Paul. There we go, Sean Paul. And then like I'm seeing all the old people, and there's there's probably like a dozen like older people, and they're not moving around. So then I put on the Beatles. Um, um, rock and roll music, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden, all the old people start getting up and, and dancing. I'm like, okay, well, I'm gonna throw some more Beatles music. I, every time I put Beatles on, all the old people would get up and all the young people would sit down. But um, I did all that, and then I don't get a call at all to do any weddings. And then this guy goes, okay, hey, uh, I can't do it. Can you do it? And now my boss apparently is putting me on with somebody else so I can learn from him. And I'm like, I did the whole show uh-huh. by myself. No uh-huh. help from anybody. Now, now you need freaking help. Like, like that. That sort of pisses me off. But hey, as long as I get paid the same amount of money, I guess I shouldn't care. Yeah, right. <laughs> and then I was supposed to also do the 18th show, and then my buddy is actually taking that one over. Um, and I wasn't told. And I'm like, how about he takes the 11th show, and then I can come to your show, and then I'll do the 18th show. But apparently, there's a wed a wedding band a wedding band that show, so I can't mix that one. Ah, uh, okay. So that's why I should do all the sound at stamps. <laughs> uh, and I'll do it for 25% less than what the guy's getting paid now. Ooh. For a little bit. Yeah. I'll do, and then what I'll do is I'll even do another 25% less for all West New York radio shows. Ooh. So then you guys are only paying, I think it's like 50 bucks or some shit. Yeah. I would do that. I, I would, I would continue to book there if I was only paying that much. <laughs> Talk to him. Well, that's... It's not that hard to fucking do, like... Listen, there's... if Playing at Rapids Theater, you expect a certain amount. I completely understand that. You you expect a certain amount of, of monitors and, and a good mix and a good sound. When you're playing smaller venues, um, like Mohawk, Stamps, Mr. Good Bar, you're, you're not expecting the greatest sound in the world, but you're expecting... You're expecting the audience will be able to hear all the instruments and the vocals clearly mm-hmm. without mud, and the people on stage would be able to hear it too. And that's what always bothers me. Like what I would do is if someone said, "Hey Brian, we want you, we want you here," I would go, "Okay." I'd be like, "I want a uh, a day or a night where there's no um, no music supposed to be played," and then I'd ask uh, XM Prior to do a band practice there. Yeah, and then I would mix their band practice. So I can hear what it sounds like, and I can really get their monitors. Because I've only played there once, and it's a whole new sound system since last time I played there. Mm-hmm. So I don't even know how the monitor system is. So that's why I was like, I kept going like by the stage at that show I went to, because I wanted to hear it. So I guess I have to... How many more shows are at Stamps? Uh, for All Western New York Radio, two. Yeah, two. And is that November and December? Uh, November... Uh, no, uh, December uh, for New Year's. Okay, and then our following show is February 10th. Okay, so um, 
Okay then, so pretty much I don't have a chance of going to stamps for all us New York radio until my show. Right. Uh, that's going to be a good show. Everybody come. That's December 31st. It's New Year's Eve. That's going to have X and Priory again because they are sponsored by All West New York Radio. Might as well be. And then uh, and then my band. And Billy and, Draws 2 again. And then Tokyo Monsters. And Tokyo Monsters, Which is yeah. my former bassist's band. Yes. So, or my former band's bassist? I don't know. Also <laughs> listen to bassists and his band. He played bass in a band with you, so he's your former bassist. Okay. I would venture to say. Okay, cool. It took me a second to figure that shit out. I guess. I wonder if anybody's listening. Like, I really want the numbers while we're working because, no, that's probably a bad idea. Because if it's like nobody's listening, be like, hey, Joe, so let's talk about wrestling or boils or something. <laughs> and then all of a sudden it's like, you have three listeners. Okay, so welcome back to the Think So Joe show. That was a commercial or something like that. Yeah, right. Like, fucking Lady Laura Moore's not even listening. Lady Laura Moore is apparently on her way to Syracuse. Like, New York? Yeah. Why? I don't know. Doesn't she live in England? Yeah. What the fuck? I don't know. Is she going to say hi to JT? No. Why? I don't know. Yo, JT. JT doesn't listen to this show. No. Who am I kidding? But I... Because uh, I'm doing Auburn, so JT should come to that show. Yeah, well, she she texted, uh, or she, she tweeted uh, that she believed we were uh, playing episode 12 today. Uh, Are we? No. And uh, she downloaded the episode from the All WNY sites, and she's flying to Syracuse today. Uh, so I responded, uh, does JT know this? And JT replied, yeah, but she won't meet me in person, so it doesn't count that she's here. So, yeah. Uh, so she did she actually download one of her? I, that's what I really want to know, if she actually downloaded one of our episodes. I mean, I, I suppose if you're going to fly across the Atlantic, you need something entertaining to listen to, but yeah. why you would download this Thank podcast, you. I Thank don't you. know. I was, like, <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's a great idea. Wait a minute, what? Why? Download Bruce Pritchard's podcast. It's four hours long. <laughs> it does take like seven hours, usually, to get from yeah. Berlin to here. Bruce Pritchard. Ugh. What has he done lately? <laughs> I guess it's better than Kevin Dunn. Well, I mean, you know, Diddy did try to change his name to Brother Love. Did he really? <laughs> you didn't catch that story? I know he tried changing his name to Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Uh, well, that that was uh, that that was the basis for that article. Was he did a uh, I don't know Snapchat or Instagram or fucking Twitter, uh, whatever the fuck social media he used. Uh, he goes on and he's like, "Yo." I ain't gonna be Diddy no more, and I ain't gonna be Puff Daddy, and I ain't gonna be this or that, the other thing. From now on, my name's gonna be Love. Like, Brother Love. So you could call me Brother Love, but don't call me any of the other stuff you used to call me before. He's changed his name, what, four times? Yeah. So wrestling fans immediately flock to Twitter and immediately are like, yo. It's trademarked. There's already a Brother Love. And I love you. So they got Bruce Pritchard on TMZ, like oh, talking TMZ. trash about fucking Diddy, like because because the next day he's like, "Yo, I was just kidding. You could still call me all my old names. I just I, I believe in love." <laughs> so he was really high or something. He must have been. And Bruce Pritchard is on fucking TMZ. And he's like, just because I love you doesn't mean I like you. Nice. <laughs> and he's like, that's what my mom used to say to me. And then he's like, I'm gonna. He's like, I, I can out rap Diddy. And then he raps, and it's like, please don't ever do that again, Bruce. <laughs> John Cena can't out rap Diddy, <laughs> unless he can like out like gift rap Diddy, maybe. 
You know he was supposed to legit have a uh, rap battle with Jay-Z and uh, and Fabulous on WrestleMania 19? Why? Like, wait, John Cena? Or? John Cena. Okay. Not, not Bruce Prichard, no. God, yeah, John, John Cena would have gotten eaten alive. John Cena was supposed to battle rap Jay-Z and Fabulous, and neither of them showed up. Fabulous, I think, got arrested, and Jay-Z was like, fuck that, I'm not going to Seattle. Uh, I'm not going to Seattle. Dude, there, there's tickets for his new tour going for $6. $6? Yeah. Seriously? It's, yeah, it's a center stage like Metallica. Really? So it's like there's no real bad seat. And I'm like, yeah. and I'm like, if he comes to Buffalo and it's $6, I'm going. Yeah, me too. So, Shit. Uh, yeah, it's so, his 444 tour. Apparently it's like it's it's just crashing and burning. So instead, so instead they threw John Cena on Sunday Night Heat before WrestleMania, which is not on the network and it's not on uh, it's not on the DVD. Uh, you can find it. I think it's on YouTube or uh, at least the audio's out there somewhere. Uh, where he's battle rapping with a cardboard cutout of Fabulous and Jay Z. Wow. <laughs> like, <laughs> hey, I just appreciated. I watched. Um, I watched a. Smack- it was good though. I watched a SmackDown highlight. Yeah. Of James Ellsworth versus um, Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch. Yeah. And it was nice. He got some offense in. He's got. I think he got more offense in than. Uh, than like when Damian Sandow or the Miz fights women. Yeah. Because he actually pushed her twice. He pushed. <laughs> he actually pushed her out of the. I've never. I haven't seen a man hit a woman. In a wrestling match since like WrestleMania 10 with Doink and Dink and Luna Vachon. Yeah. Remember when they used to have intergender matches where the men could fight the women? Yeah. God, what happened to that? PG. Fucking liberals. That's <laughs> a bunch of libtard snowflakes. You hear uh, Tom Bueller left uh, Facebook? Uh, yeah. Yeah, he left Facebook and now. He's it, on Twitter now. Is he, He's on Twitter and he's, he's on. also on. Uh, he has a blog. Yeah, I, I haven't seen his blog, but I, I just. Uh, while we were on the air, I followed him on Twitter on the uh, Think So Joe Show account. I'm already following him from uh, my personal account. Apparently, there's a lot of bullshit going on with him and Facebook and fans hating on him. So somebody just did an interview with him. I don't remember who it was. I I know all the West Me- New York Radio. It wasn't all West New York Radio. I think the Metal shared it. I don't know if the Metal were the ones that did the interview though. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, what's up with Deets? Deets is in the Metal, right? Yeah. Isn't he the metal? I, I, did, I, I know he's the mass promoter. Yeah. But I don't know, man. I, I focus on my own shit, so... <laughs> I don't know. Deets, uh, I know he was sick, and I wish him yeah. the best, so... Yeah, I yeah. I haven't heard from him at all. God damn it. I just haven't heard, heard from him in a while. Yeah. Uh, no, I wish him the best, too. I mean, like, you know, I, I've never actually even met the guy. He's a nice guy. He likes wrestling. Yeah, I've, I've talked... Like, I've talked to him. We've had... Uh, you know, my my first impression of him wasn't that great because it was, hey, we're gonna do a uh, a Valentine's Day massacre raid. Yeah. And he was like, you can't do that. We're doing a masquerade the night after that or the night before that or something like that. People get confused. And I was like, who the fuck does this guy think he is? Vince McMahon or some shit? To be fair, people will get confused because most people in Buffalo are idiots. <laughs> and but as I've gotten to know him, he's you know he's a nice dude. And he's humble. You know what I mean? Like, I, I've tried to... Uh, hey, man, I'm humble. I'm the greatest fucking humble guy in the world. <laughs> they were doing the uh, the benefit for him, yeah. and I couldn't go. Uh, I Basically, I couldn't get there, so I was like, hey, listen, man, let me uh, let me donate 10 bucks. He didn't even respond, because he didn't want the benefit to begin with. Like, he was, he was, like, he didn't want everybody going out of their way for him. Yeah. You know, and I think that's fucking awesome. 
Uh, if guys, I ever get sick, you motherfuckers yeah, better be throwing me a goddamn oh, benefit. Beat me to it. <laughs> if Joe and I are ever sick, I'm going to kill Joe and smother him with a pillow and then get his benefits, too. <laughs> uh, we got one more band to play. Do we? We do. So it's going to be four amazing local bands playing on your birthday show? Four amazing bands playing on my birthday show. Holy which, shit balls! Which, by the way, is actually two days before my birthday. But you also have to wish Mike Miller a happy and birthday. And you have to well. wish Mike Miller a happy birthday because he shares a birthday with me. Yep. And I love the fact that uh, we threw Rosie's birthday party uh, at Stamps uh, last year. They And Billy Draws 2 played uh, on that show with us. And now she's performing at my birthday party, which is also Mike's birthday party. Yeah, because... she's, she's just calling it Mike's birthday party, though. That's That's what I've heard. No, she's not. <laughs> she's like, who's this Joe guy? Oh, it's that creepy guy that wears masks? Yeah. <laughs> I talk to his daughter all the time. I think I'm going to steal her, help her out. <laughs> I was told once that I wear that I, I I constantly wear creepy masks on Facebook. What? I, I was wearing, uh, I, I was, it was probably around Halloween. I was probably just like, hey, check out all these masks I have. Because I have like skull masks and I have like this ridiculous fucking big bear head it's like on a it's it's like 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 a, a tro a, a, a hunting trophy like it's on oh, a plaque weird and it did you it, kill it i did not kill did it did you go hunting with I, uh james hatfield i did not nor did i go hunting with any or, of the members of final decline uh <laughs> or brock lesnar or brock lesnar uh, but yeah, I got told I wear creepy masks on Facebook, and I'm like, no the fuck I don't, and then I posted a, No, this is just my face. I posted a picture of me in a mask, in a skull mask, and somebody was like, it's an improvement. Ouch. Like, yep, Ouch. I know it is. That's mean. Alright, so Billy Draws 2, uh, they're closing the night out on Saturday nights. And they're closing the show out tonight! And they're closing the show out tonight, and, uh, this is, uh, th this is a song about every, uh, woman Brian meets. <laughs> Uh, and it's called She Said No. Which means she said yes. <laughs> On all WNY Radio, the <laughs> Thick So Joe Show. Oh, I'm getting arrested. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Bye. <laughs>